This is the HexDevs podcast. Hi, I am Thiago. And I'm Stephanie. Dimitri is a full-stack software engineer, traveler, and maker. He's a digital nomad living in Bali and recently quit his job so he could travel and build a business. We met because we are both doing the 12x startup challenge and we are building 12 startups in 12 months. I'm actually a little bit behind on that, but I will catch up soon. And Dimitri is now building Learning Story, a community for people who want to learn in public. So if you're interested in learning and building in public, sign up for Learning Story. We're going to leave the link on the description. This episode will be a little different. Uh, Dimitri will be asking us some questions about moving to Canada because he wants to do it. So he's living in Bali now, but he... He's thinking about uh, moving to Canada in the future. And in, the f in a future episode, we will talk more about his projects and the nomad life because I'm really curious about that kind of stuff as well. But I think uh, we thought that it would be a great opportunity for us to share our story about moving to Canada and help others. We're also thinking of writing a short guide with more information about that. So maybe share some documents that we used and resources and things like that to get the visa and all of that. So in case you're interested in that sort of stuff, uh, you can sign up for the wait list. If we have enough people interested, uh, we will write more about it. And if you ever wanted to move to Canada, this is the time because Canada is planning on bringing more than 1 million immigrants in the next uh, three years. So that, that's the best time to come to Canada. So, Dimitri, welcome. How is your first project going for the 12X startups? Yeah, hello, guys. Thank you for having me. So far, so good. It's only the first project, so I haven't uh, launched it yet, but it's going to be soon, probably end of this month or start of the next month. Uh, I'm a bit late as well. So, so far, so good, but I'm not sure what challenges are going to be ahead of me. Uh, it's probably marketing and sales, which I'm pretty weak in these skills because I'm a software engineer uh, with all technical background and that's all. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm very excited to see uh, how it's ended up and if I can manage to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, that's great. Like, I think all engineers have this uh, weak spot, like sales and marketing is always not, a, not that easy yeah, for us. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what sort of questions do you have uh, about moving to Canada? I guess you have a list. Yeah, true. So yeah, I'm a little prepared. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, well, first of all, probably, uh, why did you choose Canada? What's, what's uh, the best thing about this country? How, how do you uh, choose this country? Because there's plenty of options. There's uh, Australia, Europe, United States. Why do, did you choose Canada? Yeah, for, for us, we always wanted to move abroad. Uh, and initially, we thought about going to Europe. So I even uh, went to, a, to an event, a hiring uh, event in Lisbon a couple of years ago. And I even got some, uh, like I talked to a couple of companies in Europe and I even got like some, like some job opportunities there. But um, my wife used to live in Portugal and we decided to not uh, go there because because of the they were having some like financial issues in 
in Portugal and Europe at the time. And so we thought that it wouldn't be a good idea uh, to go there. And so we said, okay, so where else would we be able to go? And and then I always wanted to like move to North, North America. And so I went to this website called uh, VanHack. And it's a website where they help you find a job abroad. So they help you uh, get a job in Canada or Europe. So they have some opportunities there. And I decided to give it a try. So I just uh, saw a job opportunity that seemed interesting. So I had the, the right background for that. So I, I work with Ruby on Rails. And so the first, yeah, the first job that I applied to, uh, I got an interview with the company and then they wanted to hire me. So that was pretty interesting because I wasn't like really prepared or anything to move to Canada. And it was kind of interesting. Like you, you could say it's destiny or something. And so they hired <laughs> me and they helped me uh, with the visa process and all of that. And they they are based in Vancouver. So I never heard about Vancouver before, to be honest with you. <laughs> but then we, 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 we thought about it and we look at the website and we look at the, uh, the ways that you get to get a visa and all of that. And then I heard that there's a really cool, uh, really easy way to get uh, a work permit here. And so that's how I got the job here. And then we moved uh, here like six months later. So I guess like it was, it was kind of an accident, but it was also like we thought that it would be a good uh, place to be and it's a good country. So that's, that's why, that's how we got here. <laughs> and maybe Stephanie can talk a little more about it. Yeah, I would say that we didn't exactly choose Canada. I think it was like a distant place. And I don't know, we never actually planned for coming to Canada. We initially thought that coming, going to Australia would be easier, but it, it is actually way harder. They are not so immigrant friendly as Canada. Like Tiago said, I think it was like, we are, it was supposed to happen. So we started looking for some videos from Brazilian people living in Canada and most of them, they were living in Toronto. So for us, it was kind of weird to go to Vancouver, but honestly, I can't think of any other city that it would be best for us. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's interesting because for me, it's actually a bit different because I'm choosing Canada because because of this is Canada. So at first I choose the, the country and then I started to think about how to get there, how to uh, find a job, etc. Uh, for me, Canada has the best um, uh, immigration program in terms of uh, you don't tie up to your job if you get a permanent residence. That's the, that's the main reason why I want to go to Canada, because I want to be kind of free so I can quit my job and I can travel, etc. Because most of the countries I consider it was Germany, Netherlands, Australia as well, United States, they all tie you to your job. And if you quit your job, you need to find another one within three months. So yeah, that, that's cool. And what, what was the process? So you, you, you get the, the, the job, you came to Canada in six months. So what took the six months? You, you find the job, but then the document, etc., processing for, six months right yeah so actually we we were 
thinking about moving abroad and we started saving some money and all of that but we thought that it would take a long uh it would take a while to do that but when when i got the job here uh with the company uh, the company is called predictable revenue so they offered me the job and i started working for them uh, right away so it, it, the the team was working remotely anyway so to them it wasn't was easy, an easy decision and so i started working for them uh in brazil and what happened was that there is this uh type of visa process called global skills and it's a very nice uh process because you can get a job you can get a visa in two weeks so after the company uh, does the paperwork and submits the paperwork to immigration uh they will return they will uh look at your documentation and they will respond in two weeks so it's a pretty uh, awesome uh, visa process and so for me um what happened was the company wanted to hire me and they said they would sponsor the visa for me and then they used the global skills uh, visa process to do that and then they took a while to uh figure out the paperwork and all of that so it took them like a month to do that maybe a, mo a month or two just to figure out the, the the paperwork to do the paperwork but after they submitted the the information to to the immigration uh we got a response from them in from them in two weeks so it was pretty quick and then after that i i had to do some paperwork on my side like prove that i I have the experience and things like that and I have to like prepare some letters and and all of that and do um and then send the information for them and I, I guess I paid a thousand dollars uh for the process but then the it was the same thing like I, I I submitted a paperwork for immigration and then in about two or three weeks they got back to me and I said okay uh, uh we're gonna let you come to Canada and we're gonna give you a a work permit you had to do like a medical exam and, and etc after that we just went to the we just had to submit our passports uh for like the canadian office in brazil like immigration office or something and then they gave us the the, the work the the visa to come to canada and then when we got here uh in in the airport they they got us the work permit so it was a pretty quick process so the time i think the most of the time was just like us figuring out the paperwork and the company uh having to write a bunch of stuff but in, in terms of uh the visa process it was pretty quick like two weeks uh from the company and then two weeks uh to get back to me and it was it was pretty quick so the global skills visa is, is pretty cool but the difference is that it's not a permanent residency so they give you a work permit and the work permit usually you are tied to the company so on the work permit they said oh you have to work for this company sometimes they don't do that but usually they do and so you get tied to the company and your work permit lasts for uh two two years i guess yeah so the visa uh, lasts for two years and my spouse also gets a visa also gets a work permit which is pretty cool so stephanie could work as well so yeah but it, it the 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 pr the permanent residency we had to do another process after that but like you're, you're not 
obligated to do the global skills. Uh, you do it if you want to, like if you think it's better for you. You do the global skills because you can also do the express entry and then get a permanent residency if you, if you have the points. And we did that, but we were living in Canada already. Yeah, that's cool. And how long does it take uh, after you came to uh, Canada and you get the permanent residency? So how long does this process take? We, I was kind of anxious about, uh, you know, being tied to the company. Um, and even though the work permit was valid for two years, and of course we could renew it after that. So I think about three months after we got here, we, we went to a, an immigration consultant and we started the, the paperwork. Because Thiago had this program, or I don't know the exact term, but like he had the province uh, invitation as a skilled worker. That would add 400 points, I guess, to express entry. Yeah. If you choose this path, though, it's a little bit, it takes way more time than if you just do the other permanent residencies, um, express entry processes. Uh, the other ones might take like, three months, but this one, it took them exactly six months to, to give us a response after we did all the pro all the, the steps. The reason why we, we chose this one was because we knew it would be like guaranteed and we, we had the two years, um, as I slack between the work permit expiration. We decided to do that because we wouldn't need to spend more money uh, bringing other documentations because, you know, you, you, you come from a country that do doesn't speak English. You will have to translate everything and that's like, yeah. So we, we got the PR, like the card in March 2019 and we, we, we arrived here in January 2018. January, they said yes. Uh, you you have an invitation for the for being permanent residents, and then it took them a few more time to invite us to get the the card. But we were officially permanent residents in January. So it, you can yeah, it can be way faster than that. But we chose this one because it was the the less expensive, and then we already knew we would get it, right? It was just a matter of waiting. Yeah, sure. For you, you already been in Canada and you're already working and everything's fine. So, <laughs> yeah, totally fine. Yeah, I'm planning to go another way without the job permit. At least I start with this program where you can uh, go to Canada and get permanent residency uh, right away. Uh, but you need to uh, get uh, enough points. The points come from your uh, from your education, from your work experience, from uh, uh, English exam, etc., etc., and you can even uh, check these points on the website. Probably uh, going through this uh, this point, so we we try this way uh, because in that way we get the permanent residency right away. But we're curious how many, how how long should we wait after the after. Uh, we go through the process after we got the invitation, and then you need to wait. That's according to the internet. It's about six months as well. Probably took it take uh, all the next year <laughs> to go through all the process. 
Yeah, so like if you're probably talking about the express entry and if you have yeah, the points, yeah, if you have the points to to pass the express entry, I believe it's like 470 or something points you need. Uh, if you have the points, then it's the easiest way because you get the PR and you can come here and you can stay here uh, forever, uh, pretty much. And so, and then for the express entry, I guess that if you have a degree and if you have at least like two or three years of work experience as a software engineer, you probably have enough points to, to pass, right? And then you only have to do the English test as well. And then just prove that you have the experience, that you have the degree. And then if your spouse uh, also has a degree and also has work experience, that contributes. But pretty much like if you're a software engineer and you have like two, three years of experience and a degree, you can get the points. It's not that hard, to, to be honest. Yeah, we checked. Uh, it's, it's actually a funny process because uh, it's like, they they leveling you as a person <laughs> like how good you were how, how good you and I tried my uh, my points so I, I passed my degree etc and I don't have enough points like maybe hundred uh, I need hundred more but luckily my wife uh, has a master degree and she had a work experience and so she is going to be the main applicant and I'm going to go. It's her because she has enough points. Is she, is she an engineer as well? Uh, she was uh, in finance, so she had a master's in finance, but currently she works as a programmer as well because because we work remotely and traveling and finance is not the best profession to do remotely. So she self-taught her uh, programming and she works in as well. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, like if you have a master's, it also helps a lot. Like I have a master's as well, but I didn't I didn't use that because I would have to like do more stuff, uh, like prove that I have a master's and blah blah blah. But with the uh, with the job here, it makes it easy uh, for me. Like we we got we had like almost I think yeah we we had enough points to get the PR. But we decided to apply for the uh, pro province nomination, the BCPNP, because it would make uh, our lives a little easier. Like we, we, we almost had enough points, you know. So, but if you have the points with with, uh, with your spouse, uh, it's pretty it's pretty straightforward, and it takes it usually takes like six months uh, for them to get back to you. Are you planning to to and where do you want to go in Canada? Which city? Well, actually, we can talk a little bit about the city as well, because I told you I choose the country, but it's probably not really correct because I choose the city. I really like Vancouver. Uh, it all started when I been thinking about living abroad, and I li really like Seattle. So, But unfortunately, United States program currently is, well, unbearably hard. And to get H-1B, you need to go through the lottery, and it's also unstable. Uh, so yeah, and I started thinking, what's what's the similar city to Seattle? And I discovered Vancouver. It's actually they pretty similar to each other. Well, they like two hours drive to each other. And I started to learn more and more about Vancouver. I really like it. Seems like city. Uh, I really want to live. So how how do you find the Vancouver? How the uh, like general impression after you came there? 
Yeah, so I really like it here. It's a it's a great city. And it's like I said, it's very similar, I guess, to Seattle, but there's a lot of um nature here. So you can go to the mountains, you can snowboard. Uh, we have beaches as well here. They're not as nice as the beaches in Brazil, but they, they are beaches anyway. Uh, but yeah, it's a really nice city. Um, people are very friendly and you also see a lot of immigrants here as well. So like there's lots of Brazilians here uh, and yeah, it's it's a really nice city. And you also like for technology, there's there's a bunch of jobs here for technology as well. So it's pretty easy to get a job here as a developer. Another thing, like if you're experienced, of course, uh, it's easy. And there's also like some companies um, from the States uh, are coming here and they hire here as well. So we got Amazon coming, I think in the next, like they're opening, opening up a new office here, which is going to be massive in I think in two years or something. So yeah, it's it's, it's a very nice city. Uh, maybe Stephanie can can talk more about the city. Yeah, I love Vancouver because you have so many nature things and free things to do as well, like <laughs> um, nature and you know. Um, coming from Brazil, I didn't feel safe just walking alone, and especially at night. And what I love here is that I don't have to worry about that. Um, the the tech tech industry here is pretty welcoming. Like I I think that I know almost everyone in the Ruby community. Uh, some people from the JavaScript community as well. Um, yeah, I think it's a great place. Um, the only thing that I would recommend is asking how do you manage the the winter because like Vancouver is the winter is not that extreme as the rest of the country and that's what usually attracts more people where rather if you go to the other provinces like in, in Halloween it's already snowing um but there are some people that don't like the rain it is really <laughs> heavy rain during the fall and the winter so it really depends like that's the only thing that I would recommend thinking a little bit about it, but it's something that also you have to come here and see it by yourself, I guess. It's it doesn't bother me that much, but sometimes it it's really annoying to just have rain every day, <laughs> all day. But it, you know you can't have everything. In terms of people, like Thiago said, there are lots of immigrants here, and I I don't. Like I've never felt any uh, discrimination regarding that. It might be possible that some people might have experienced some, you know, discrimination from being immigrants. It hasn't ha uh, happened to me. Um, the only thing like that was a little bit hard for me in the beginning was because when we got here, I only had three months of experience with software engineering and i was an immigrant so i didn't know anyone i didn't have lots of experience so it was a little bit hard for me to find something however if you get here with lots of experience and you know you already have some products or a really good portfolio it might it's definitely easier to get here and find something if you need 
Yeah, cool. And uh, what about the IT scene in terms of meetups, conferences? We used to go to a lot, lots of meetups. There is a Van Ruby, um, the React meetup is also is huge. And I started going because they are really friendly people. Like it's it's pretty nice to go, even though I don't actually work with JavaScript that much. Yeah, but th there are a lot, lots of meetups. I've been to a couple of other known, um, I mean, known coding meetups just to meet other people as well. There is also the Indie Hackers um, in Vancouver, which we started attending last year. Yeah, it's really nice here. Uh, we 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 used to go to the Ruby meetup, which is big here. JavaScript is big as well. The data science community is also really good. Um, yeah, so there are lots of meetups. Like we used to go to a different meetup like every week, usually, or sometimes two times a week. Not anymore, <laughs> but yeah. We, we, there's also like a functional programming meetup as well. So yeah, it's it's really nice here. Yeah, it sounds perfect because I was worried because when you, for example, Google something about Canada and programming, it's always Toronto that comes up. But uh, I've been thinking about Toronto, but Vancouver I like more, at least uh, for the description from you guys or from people from internet because yeah, it's true. It's nature. It's it's city. It's uh, like great weather, etc. And Toronto sounds more like a I don't know huge megapolis. Uh, I, I've already been living in huge megapolis in Russia, so I don't want to go back. And yeah, I think I'm looking for a city which is not so big, but also has the IT scenery and uh, all the nature stuff, etc., etc. So yeah, Vancouver sounds perfect in that way. So for if you compare Vancouver to Toronto, uh, I, I guess Toronto is just like Sao Paulo, so it's like a massive city, and they all they have more probably more jobs and they have more uh, stuff related to technology. But then I guess uh, Vancouver is more I want to say laid back. You know, like people here are friendly and they are. You have like work-life balance, uh, and so I think that it's a it's a nicer city. Um, it's it's slower, I, I would say. It's a, it's a slower city in a way, but yeah, we we have a bunch of stuff related to tech here, and it's, it's a pretty nice city. I really like it. Yeah, great. And in terms of weather, uh, I grew up in Russia, so <laughs> for me, weather is especially in Vancouver, it's nothing, and I don't mind rain at all. So. I actually think rain is could be kind of cozy in 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 some way. <laughs> so yeah, it's for me it's perfect. Yeah, of course when it's like two or three months straight uh, rain, it's not ideal, but I don't mind it at all. For me, uh, the the most important thing is no longer see this minus twenty winters which I experienced my whole life in Russia. <laughs> so, uh, but for you guys, it's probably. It's still cold, right? Compared to Brazil, even even in Vancouver, Sao Paulo gets to like maybe four when it's very very cold. But I guess the the weather is a little different. Like for for example, so it's kind of a different uh, weather. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the humidity or something. 
but like it doesn't feel very cold here like when when it's like four degrees it's not that that bad here compared to sao paulo where like if it's four degrees in sao paulo this is terrible it's very cold cool so yeah i have one more question about city is and it's probably one of the most discussing uh, topic on the internet is ranking in vancouver because i believe i've read some you know the the tops the most expensive cities in the world and vancouver always somewhere in the top 10. <laughs> so how do you managing in terms of renting and if you consider it buying maybe so how really expensive it is because yeah it's, it's always a problem to immigrants to uh, kind of get used to the new prices etc <laughs> Yeah, actually, so that's a, a funny, that's an interesting question because when we, when we got this opportunity and we were researching about Vancouver, we got really worried about that as well. Like, oh my God, it's one of the most expensive cities and we don't like spending that much money, right? <laughs> we tried to keep our, our expenses low. So what I did was I literally typed on Google how to live cheap in vancouver and i got i i found this website this blog called incoming assets i i can leave the link in the description and it's from a couple that they are pursuing fire as well like financial independence retirement early they they save up to i think 60 percent of their their income and they are not they do not work on tech and so we got lots of tips from them. We are actually friends with with them as well, which is how we found out the Mr. Money Mustache Meetup as well. Oh, yeah. It's one of our... I know this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, it, they also have this um, local meetup here. And it's always great. It's always a great experience going there. Um, so we knew that rent was very expensive. But we also knew that we do not need lots of things. So we came here and we were okay with paying for a smaller place, like a studio or, you know, a bachelor, what they call here. And that's what we have been doing so far. We live in downtown, we live close to the beach and we live in a studio. It's not that big, it's not that great, but we don't have lots of stuff and we don't need this space. And I would rather pay to live here and have access to everything that it, that matters to us than going for a little bit further and paying the same just to have more space. Um, so it depends on each case, but I would, if we want to talk about numbers, Let's say that you can find, you can find like one bedroom, a small one bedroom apartment in, in downtown for about 1500 or so. That's a really basic one bedroom apartment. And then, but then you can go up to, you know, two, three, four thousand. If you want a little bit more space then what people usually do is they will go to the other cities around Vancouver, which is like Burnaby or Richmond or Surrey. And then you can get about the same or 
a little bit more for one or two bedrooms. Yeah, it really depends on what matters mostly to you. And even if you go a little bit further away, uh, as long as you're close to the SkyTrain, you're just like 30 minutes from downtown. So it's not it's not that further away. Like <laughs> we come, we came from Sao Paulo. It was normal to take two hours to go somewhere. So 30 minutes is not that bad. And you can also bike everywhere. Like we live in downtown and it's pretty easy to go around here. So like I used to work in Gastown and I live on the West End. So I would just walk to work and it it took me like 30 minutes uh, to get to work, just walking. And then on my bike, it takes like 15 minutes. So it depends. Like if you don't care much about space, uh, like we live in a in a bachelor and we pay fourteen fifty here. And it's pretty good. Like so it's a very nice uh, neighborhood. So yeah, so depends on how much space you need. So if, if you don't need a lot of space, it's, it's, it's not that bad. But uh, yeah, if you ever want to buy, then it's another story because this is expensive to buy here. I wouldn't recommend that though. I mean, it does, if you make the the calculations, like when you res when you search about um, like how to calculate when purchasing a home is a good idea, Vancouver is way way beyond that. I don't like. I would never buy. I would, I won't say I would never, but I wouldn't buy a property here it's really really expensive yeah yeah that's why i find on the internet as well that uh, in terms of fire for example because i also kind of into the thing as well uh, it's better to invest than uh, buy a property you get the more profit from it and i also it's good that you mentioned downtown i also wanted to ask um, there is a downtown. It's it's this small uh, like island, right, uh, near the state Stanley Park. But there is also uh, like uh, districts nearby, like Kitsilano or yeah. uh, Grandview Woodland. And uh, I'm curious: Do you still prefer live right in the downtown or other uh, like nearby districts? As also good, like 10, 15 minutes from downtown, for example. Yeah, like we live very close to Stanley Park, so we we mm -hmm. just walk uh, to Stanley Park. It's like I guess like ten minutes walking or something. So it's pretty good. Like the West End is really nice uh, because it's kind of a res residential area, and we mm -hmm. have uh, we live close to Davis Street, so it's a really nice area. Uh, lots of little shops and restaurants and. And it's close to Stanley Park, so you can go to the beach, you can uh, play tennis, uh, you can do a bunch of stuff, you can just uh, run and cycle, and then you can do hikes in Stanley Park, and you can go anywhere here because it's close to the SkyTrain. Uh, so yeah, it's pretty good. I wouldn't live uh, in other areas of downtown because... Like some places are not that not as nice, like Gastown, what is it called? Chinatown and, um, and Hastings. Yeah, Hastings is not that nice uh, because we have oh, a yeah, problem. Oh, yeah, I've heard about this street a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Vancouver has a problem with uh, 
drug addiction. So it's not it's not a very mm-hmm. nice area to live. Uh, but here in, on the West End, it's pretty nice. I really like it here. But the other places we talked about, like Kitsilano is really nice. It's, it's a beautiful place. Uh, very fancy, though. Like <laughs> It's a little fancy, like lots of uh, mansions and, and stuff. But there's, mm. a, there's also... Uh, some cheaper places there and the area around burnaby i guess is good as well um but yeah I, th- there are a lot there are lots of good places to live here uh, I, I, we know a, f- a friend of ours she's also into fire and she rents a studio for 1200 in kitsilano that something that i forgot to mention is that if you have pets you pay a little bit more than if you don't have pets so um I, I would say that you can find, for example, some really good options um, around thirteen hundred. Uh, a, a couple, a couple of friends of ours, they have a kid, so they live in a basement. It's between downtown and New Westminster, which is also a good area to live, and they pay thirteen hundred for a two-bedroom um, basement. Basement is also a good option, like, and it, it tends to be a little bit cheaper than apartment. Yeah, like New West is really good as well. And it takes, like, if you go to New West on the SkyTrain, it takes like 40 minutes, I guess, on the SkyTrain. But now that everybody is working remotely, it's, it's not too bad. So, Yeah, and you already mentioned that you can bike around and yeah, that, that's that's my dream, really, uh, to live in a city where you can bike or skateboard or longboard or anything around the city because, uh, well, the cities I live in Russia, they're not bike-friendly at all. Currently, I live in Bali, and it's like opposite of... Uh, you, you can't even walk here, so you always need to grab your bike, uh, I mean motorbike, and go somewhere. You can't even, like, five minutes... And I really want to bike around the city or skateboard or anything. If you like uh, bikes, this is the perfect city because so you can bike around the seawall and you can pretty much go around the whole uh, downtown area on on your bike. And it's just by by the water and then you go around Stanley Park. Nice, nice. And uh, do you guys uh, go uh, for surfing? Because when you're thinking about... uh, Oh, sorry, not surfing, uh, snowboarding. Because when you think about Canada, you, you kind of think about snowboarding as well. I, I don't uh, snowboard before, but yeah, that's, I, I hope to try in Canada and Vancouver. <laughs> so do you do this? That's actually a pretty famous city called Whistler. It's two hours away from Vancouver. We are actually planning on going there this year, but, you know, we can't. Um, but you you can do snowboarding and skiing. I think two mountains really close to Vancouver. Like it should be just like 40, 40 minutes driving. I know because a few friends of ours do. And like if you're just like an amateur and you know just want to do it for fun, you can just go here in Vancouver. However, you have some other um, famous places around if you want to, you know to go to a more fancy. Yeah, like you can go to Cypress Mountain and Grouse Mountain. Is, yeah, Grouse Mountain as well. It's like 30, 40 minutes from downtown. But you have to drive, right? I, I guess there's a bus as well. 
and then you can go skiing, snowboarding, yeah, snowshoeing. Yeah, they have some car car sharing programs that are really nice. So even if you want to drive eventually, you can just like rent those car sharing, one of those car sharing, and it's. That's what I wanted to ask. <laughs> if you don't want to buy a car, can you survive? <laughs> but yeah, if car sharing exists, it's, it's perfect. It, it was a, a huge help in Moscow, at least, because you don't want to own a car in Moscow because of the parking and, and it's, it costs a lot of money. But the car sharing is really big. So yeah, this really helps a lot, especially if you can go to the mountain, for example, on car sharing. No worries. Yeah, that, that sounds great because uh, I'm into surfing right now. Uh, well, in Bali, it's like everything about surfing here. So I also caught up on that and I really like it. So I need some replacement <laughs> for it. Uh, so, yeah, I also wanted to ask uh, if you, I, I'm not sure if you considered the disability already or if you're interested at all, but I'm also interested in Canadian passport because it's kind of, uh, I can't say it's easy, but it's kind of pretty good program, as I can see, because they don't um, force you to lost your passport uh, that you already have from your home country. And it's considerably not so long to get Canadian passport, three years, I believe, or something. Yeah, we, we plan to get uh, the citizenship, uh, I guess, next year. Not sure, but I guess, yeah, if you live here for like about three years, you can get the citizenship and then you get a passport and then, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. You have to do a little test as well. Like you have to know uh, some, some stuff about the country and things like that. But, but yeah, it should be uh, very straightforward. And like some people might care about that but uh, the canadian government also allows you to uh, sponsor a visa for your parents or like your your relatives as well so if that if this is something that you would uh you would want to do they also help uh, with that as well i think it has a pr it's like a if you are a permanent resident they open a few times a year and i know that it's super it's super hard like they close it really soon so you have to be prepared and the, these lots get uh, fulfilled really uh, fast. So I think that has a PR, there is a process where you can bring, you know, your, someone from your family. But I, I'm pretty sure with the citizenship, it might even be easier than that. Yeah, that's cool. I probably have a few more questions. And uh, I've heard a lot about well, when you Google Vancouver or something about Vancouver, there is pop up some uh, stuff about people not being friendly. <laughs> so the, the, my question is, uh, uh, is there a thing you don't like about Vancouver or Canada in general? And maybe if this thing is not friendliness, people, because I believe you came from a country where people are pretty friendly. Well, uh, I don't know many Brazilian people, but when I uh, meet them, they're usually really nice. So. Is it problem really, or it's kind of cliche? Or you, you're right. Coming from Brazil, it's a little bit of a cultural shock. For example, when you meet someone in, in Brazil, you hug them, and you know 
the next day you're playing board games together in someone's houses it's 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 a pretty warm culture um and here you know you meet someone you just say hi and i don't know sometimes you shake hands but it's it's a little bit different i i think this is a north american culture in general honestly we we were always super introvert people and so i guess that's why we didn't feel that much of a of a difference and it it doesn't matter that much to us but i do know i do feel like it's a little bit harder to make um friendships here i don't know how much of that is because you know we we got here and we already got here with a job you know we I'm, i'm sure if you get here to for college or something it's easier to uh make more friends but when you get here as an adult it's it's always more difficult to to find friends right but i have to say that the the people that i've met in the in the tech community they are pretty nice but the ones that are more you know that we see each other more frequently are usually the people people from mexico or from I don't know, like uh, Venezuela or Colombia. It's usually those people that are more, <laughs> we, we interact more, I would say. Um, but just to clarify, it's not like people won't treat you like well. Everyone is really polite. It's just that it's, it's not that easy to become friends, I would say. Yeah, for me, I, I wouldn't say, no, I think they're, they're pretty warm. Like they're not as warm as people in Brazil. But they are pretty warm. And I think that the Canadians, they're like very nice people. They're just like nice people, very friendly. They're not warm, but if you get to know them, they're usually pretty nice people. They try to help you and they're always curious about things. And I think that when you work with them, I think it's it's easier to get to know them, especially if if you go out for drinks, for example. People here usually open up when they drink uh, some beers and stuff. So, so usually I think what, what happens is they're not, they're a little shy, but after you get to know them and you get some drinks and they like have some whiskey or something, they, they open up and they're pretty friendly. They're pretty nice and they're always trying to help you. So I would say that, yeah, it's not too bad uh, to be honest, at least in Vancouver. In other places, uh, they might be uh different but here in vancouver is not too bad and also you have so many immigrants here that it doesn't matter that much to be honest like you have so many different people from different places that it's really not not that bad at all nice and yeah probably my last question uh can you get the job in the united states while living uh, on a permanent residency in vancouver or it's uh, it's the same process as you usually go. So you need to go to the lottery or H1B, etc. I'm asking because, well, obviously US jobs has bigger salaries and especially in Seattle and uh, San Francisco area. So yeah, I'm curious if it's an opportunity or not. Yeah, so for 
for people that are citizens, it's easier. So if you have a Canadian citizenship, it's pretty easy to get a job in the States and get a visa there. But if you're an immigrant here, if you're just a PR, it's a little harder. But like for me, for example, I work for a, an American company. They're from San Francisco. And so I'm kind of like a consultant for them. So I don't work from them directly. So I don't have a visa or a work permit to go to the US or, or anything like that. But it's after you have some experience here uh, with Canadian companies, it's not too hard to get a job, at least a remote job from a, 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 an American company. And then after you get a citizenship, uh, I think it's pretty easy. That That's what most people do here. Like they go to like, Uh, UBC, they study here, and they just go to the to to the United States or Seattle because uh, it pays more, right? So they go there because it, pay, it pays more. But yeah, so it's not like if you're a PR, it's harder because like it's not that easy to get H one B or things like that. But you can probably work for an American company while living here. Uh, it's not that hard. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was curious about. Well, I probably don't have no question. Maybe you want to add something like maybe is there things uh, you don't like about Vancouver or especially like or you maybe I need to be prepared for, etc. <laughs> if you have something to add. Something that I don't like very much is how how expensive eating out is. And it's not that great. Like the food, it's, I mean... It's like you you pay fifteen bucks, twenty bucks for um something really, you know, normal. Um, and I don't know if this is because in Brazil we have a better <laughs> culinary. Yeah, we might have some high standards. <laughs> Although we have found recently uh, some good vegan places, which is always better than normal food. Um, so. There is one place that is really good, but it's a little bit like we have to catch a bus to get there. So we don't go that there that often, which is good because otherwise we would be <laughs> spending a lot of money. Um, so the, the food might be, depending where you're coming from, it's not, it's not that great. Yeah, I think the food for me is a big thing. Uh, I miss <laughs> Brazilian food, but yeah. Yeah, food is expensive here, but it's hard to find something that I don't enjoy here. Like maybe taxes are high, but you get the benefits of of like you get all of the benefits compared to Brazil, where the taxes are also high, but you get no benefits. So <laughs> it's kind of uh, bad. But I would say is that like when you when you get here and you don't have a lot of um, When, when you don't know a lot of people, you don't have a network of people, sometimes it's hard to, um, like, it feels like they prioritize jobs for uh, Canadians sometimes. So that, that's what how I f feel like, where uh, sometimes they, they, they'd rather uh, hire someone from here. And it kind of makes sense because they, they kind of know the person maybe better. I don't know. So there's there's that. Like, I feel like... If you're an immigrant, there's a chance that you might get, uh, it might be a little harder sometimes to get a job. Like sometimes 
you feel that you are overqualified for a job, like a tech job, but they will pay you a little less just because you don't have the Canadian experience. So this is one of the things that is not too bad, but sometimes, especially when you just got here, like when I just got here, I, I was making less money because I just got here. But after a year or two, it's pretty much the same. I don't feel that difference. But yeah, I, I guess there's that. Like, And also, like if you are a junior engineer, like it's harder to get a job here. Uh, but I guess this is true anywhere, so it's not it's not a problem with Canada. So yeah, that's that's the only thing I could see that could be a problem. But as I said, it's not too bad. It's just you have to like uh, you have to be like maybe ten, fifteen percent better than uh, the locals to 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 get a job and things like that. So that's the only little difference that I see. Yeah, cool. And about preparation uh, locals uh, between foreigners, uh, is there a thing in terms of apartment? Because, for example, I, I know in Berlin, for example, if you're looking for apartment, usually owners prefer Germans, and there is a huge competition. So because of this, immigrants usually took like six to eight months to find apartment because of this preference is there uh, something like this in terms of apartments i think that if you get here in the summer the competition is higher and it might take you longer but not i don't think like you would take months not so ever yeah i mean even when we got here um we so we we stayed in an um, in an airbnb for 15 days and in the first week, we we already got a, uh, a place to stay, and all you need to do, honestly, is choose the area that you want, you know, to rent something, and go walk there and call to the numbers outside if if they have, and already bring like half the the like the deposit money, and if you like it, you can do the contract like right away. That's something that you can do. It's some people say that it's harder. We didn't have, we didn't have that experience though, and it's not. I've always seen some places for rent. It's it's not that, it's not that hard. It, it may be if you have pets and, and kids, right? Like sometimes people say it's harder if you have a kid. Yeah, I don't have both, so probably <laughs> a little bit easier for me. Although I've been thinking about uh, getting a dog in Vancouver, maybe. <laughs> Let's see. Well, uh, for me, that's all the questions I wanted to ask. Thank you so much for answering them. I probably next year when I come there, I, I'm going to be a little bit more annoying to questions <laughs> with you. I hope not to bother you too much. But yeah, I'm really excited to see you guys in Vancouver. <laughs> We hope you learned something new today. Thanks for listening. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to our podcast and subscribe to our newsletter. See you next time.